he is known for refutation he has been responding toughest guys online no it's really. just like a, no they are not toughest not yeah. Really. yeah we gonna screw them today also <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of combat online it's like a war field he's standing and fighting in the front line and uh, countering hate speech and taking care of all the critics which is against him against uh, islam what made you you know come up with this idea like you know farid response I, oh anybody writes online they write write it like you know farid response and comma uh, mohammad hijab comma ali dawa comma like one two three there the you are in the top one maybe now Um, firstly, I try to not respond to people who just hate me and you know, like I don't I mean there's nothing really beneficial for for me or for me for me defending myself. Mm-hmm. I don't like there's nothing to, to gain mm-hmm. from doing that. I try to and I will I will see sometimes some stuff that's just like negative against me like eh, whatever. But if it's something that harms people's perception of the deen then i feel like i have to get involved mm-hmm. um and then again who am i uh, for for me to even waste my time defending myself <laughs> so yeah. so that's that's how i see it um or i try to see it and and sometimes i try to um ask my th- myself am i getting involved in this because this person really annoyed me mm-hmm. am i trying to get back to them because um they're attacking my pride attacking um my my personality my character if if that's the case then i uh, you know i try to not get involved so it's it's hard it's hard but uh it's important for the niyyah to be you know number one for the deen mm-hmm. now motivation for getting into this in the first place is interesting because um I used to watch commentary channels. They were very popular about, I don't know, five, six years ago. Maybe not as much now. Uh, and by the way, these are not like Muslim channels or anything like that. Um, they're just entertainment. Mm-hmm. And um, what you find them doing is you find them like attacking one another, attacking other major YouTubers. And I used to watch this stuff and I used to think to myself, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. what you know it's full of haram like the things that they're saying against each other is definitely haram there's no way like you can say these things about anyone Mm. um and then i realized one day that you had a lot of filthy people on the internet attacking Mm. the deen Mm. and and you can have by the way you have respectful people Mm. who attack the deen yeah um they're doing it because they're trying to find the truth or they're trying to um bring victory to their beliefs but you have indeed filthy people who are attacking the deen and when i find people like that you know i enjoy um not just responding to them you feel pride in that yes yeah and because uh it's enjoyable and i think i do it well <laughs> i'm good at that i think i do it well This was like any just a thought process where it made you yeah let's let's do it why not yeah the need the need was there there i felt that the need was i have to get involved by the way it was there uh, since like maybe 9 1990s there were no content at all online the one who 
first one to tell me about it is Sheikh uh, Yusuf Estes. Mm. He said like there were like one or two pictures of Islam related and there were more of uh, against Islam mm-hmm. content and he used to buy those websites. He used to pay them yeah. whatever amount they needed mm. and he used to buy mm. even if he doesn't have enough money. Yeah. Like somehow he goes and buys. So there were content here. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, I remember <coughs> I started uh, the first time I came across these things. Um, these websites uh, had answering mm-hmm. Christianity yeah. um, uh, by Osama Abdullah and Basam Zawadi was with was with them, and then he started his own thing called to monotheism. You mm-hmm. had a decent number of Islamic websites, mm-hmm. but this where we're now, it's not just information. Mm. It's it is it is a show to a degree, mm. and it attracts a lot of times. It does attract uh, people who have no business um, in this, even watching this. Like I will go through comments. Um, by the way, this isn't. I'm not just referring to non-Muslims, but even Muslims themselves. Mm-hmm. You find that yeah, there are those that are they're they're not religious people, but they're just like into. The action, yeah. you know, yeah. there, there's an attachment to the deen. Yeah. There's an attachment to the deen. Yeah. Um, perhaps it's culture. Perhaps it's tribalism in the sense. Yeah. And then you'll find them just like rooting mm. for mm. Yani, what they're upon, which is, yani, again, um, I, I kind of feel for them because I'm a Muslim. Yeah. But then I see it on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I recognize it. Everyone has it. We have young folks mm. that are just following um, their own personalities without really thinking much about what's being said. Just let's cheer on our guys without mm. realizing if what's being said is correct or incorrect. And, and it's, of course, it's a problem, but it, it's shifted. It's mm. no longer just information. Mm. Now it's a lot of it's just like entertainment to a degree, yani, unfortunately. But, Yanni, I will admit... In comparison to old yeah. and now, what do you think, Yanni? Are we really... trying putting some efforts to know that okay it was it was correct one or the way he said is okay or the content is right or not do you think people are checking on it or no i don't believe that even even back then even back then uh, people don't usually return to references mm. uh, and again this is not just like a a muslim issue or yeah. or a non-muslim everyone everyone like, is everyone's the just same thing yeah. consuming information um Never returning to the sources. Mostly entertainment. Uh, so that's for now. Back then, oh, yeah. they would also consume the source. They would consume the information without returning to the sources. Yes. So we have that issue before, and we have it now. Mm. But um, now there's a lot more immature people getting involved. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's just the nature of these things. Mm. A- am I am I at fault for keeping it too entertaining? To be honest, when when I put anything out that's entertaining, it's not to like bring the youth into it. Mm-hmm. It's it's because it's tiring, you know. It's it's uh it's very dry, mm-hmm. and I enjoy I enjoy um the the comedy that I I bring <laughs> into it sometimes. You're showing some interest in manuscripts and written some uh, you know materials on that. Um, that, that's been a while ago. It's, it's, is, is it something related to Quran preservation or, um, uh, you think it will contribute to that? 
so so if I, I think you may be talking about um uh, I've had a couple of projects related to that um mm-hmm. uh, about I don't know it's been like three years or something um there there was this argument that had to do with um uh, uh mistakes in Quranic manuscripts so mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of got into that I started looking into it and uh we thought it was going to be an actual like serious argument but then when we actually saw the uh material that was being brought forward against Islam it was just rubbish um the idea was the argument was that you had um mistakes in Quranic manuscripts and then someone would come and would fix the mistakes mm. it's normal it's natural yeah and if of course, if you're going to make uh, mistakes, of course uh, yeah. you should correct it, yeah. or someone else should correct it. There's nothing. <laughs> okay, yeah. So this, you have this guy who actually traveled the world, mm-hmm. collecting examples of this. Correct. Okay. He he collected hundreds of these. Um, okay. It really there was there was no point to it. It was it was a huge really? waste of time. Yeah, it was, it was a huge waste of time. He thought he was bringing this like amazing argument against Islam. It was nothing. We're, we're like. This is natural, of course. If you make a mistake, someone's going to correct it. Alhamdulillah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's the strangest argument I've ever come across. So that's like any, there is nothing which is going against, uh, you know, misunderstanding on Quran. Or... No, this is, this is a normal. This is normal. Normal thing, yeah. It's normal. In, in, yeah. A, in any book, in any book, if there's a mistake, um, you will find, uh, like, in, in on the side of the manuscript, is someone. Is it because your memorization is contributing to that well naturally the person who is fixing it mm-hmm. knows what the yeah. correct the word is supposed to be or what not yeah mm-hmm. one thing i have noticed or anywhere you if you research your own thing let's say for the response first thing is like you are considered to be you know kind of right wing or having extremist uh, views because yeah. you are defending and uh, you know when you are into discourse you have to give me an example because I'm not really... Uh, I don't know why uh, your refutation is considered to be like an extremist view or you cons- you to be considered as extremist. Uh, I, I can't imagine. Like, uh, I'm not saying anything that's... Uh, have you come across anybody who says like that? Or? Yeah, I'm, I'm a conservative Orthodox Sunni. <laughs> like you, um, like the majority of Muslims. So I don't think I'm saying anything that's uh, seen as too extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, any, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I haven't come across anyone saying, like, because uh, sometimes they can among Muslims, yeah, I'm among yeah, Muslims yeah, yeah, saying yeah. that this is an extreme yeah, view. Yeah. Uh, because you're defending. Yeah. At the same time, it looks like maybe, you know, sometimes people like if you're talking about uh, Jahannam, Mm. they're like, no, 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 let's not talk about Jahannam. Let's talk about Jannah, feeling. Like you said, you are talking about the course and feelings. So something similar, you know, that kind of mentality we have. Either that extreme or Jahannam extreme. Yeah. I, I can't say I can't say it's been something that's uh, popped up too much with me mm. because I, I focus on things that I'm, yeah, and the, uh, hopefully useful in, um, and and things like uh, these uh, 
not really my thing. Um, there are some brothers that really focus on tackling liberalism, mm. tackling feminism. That's, that's not really my thing. Mm. So mm. they get the accusations of being extreme a lot more than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how, how come people write about you about... Maybe because I'm, I'm on good terms with them? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. What about, you know, uh, promoting positive side of, you know, Islam? When you're promoting that understanding, mm-hmm. uh, counteracting for uh, Islamic Islamophobia, mm-hmm. and uh, when you're into, you know, this thing, sometimes you just compromise, you know? Mm-hmm. We see this sometimes, Yanni, compromising, mm-hmm. you get into politics and get into stuffs. Yeah. You did not get into it so far. Yeah, I don't Inshallah. believe. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So you like, were straightforward on the face. Have to be, yeah, have to be. Um, I, I don't recall. But you see, here's something very interesting. Very interesting about this point that you mentioned. Um, if anyone has, like any any Muslim da'i, if any Muslim da'i says anything in which like a valid difference of opinion exists, and mm-hmm. okay, and they choose a a, a lenient view. خلاص. You are a sellout. You are a munafiq. You know, and I'm like, subhanallah, man, this guy, he, he's telling, uh, and he's, he's uh, shouting that he doesn't, he, that he supports apostasy law. Mm. So like, mm. yeah, and kuffar will see him as very extreme. Yeah. You know, liberal Muslims will see him as extreme. Yeah. But for one thing, you'll have like some people accusing them of being hypocrites or being mm. liberal or whatnot. So yeah, and it's very important to be I and mean, just with people with with du'at in general, and uh, uh, people should be um, uh, they shouldn't be labeled um, for like one view or two views, but they themselves as a whole should be looked into. Um, and it's very unfortunate that I've seen people being accused of these things for again. Valid positions, but Alhamdulillah, I, I, I can't really recall. I, I have actually been um, accused of being uh, liberal on 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 some things. Um, what was it? Yeah, it was it was uh, raping uh, slaves. You know, mm-hmm. do you believe that? Yeah, and the raping slaves is fine. I'm like, no, I don't believe raping slaves is fine. And then I have people saying, ah, you are a Mugani, uh, liberal and, you know, so you have people that are like that. Come on. Yeah. That's crazy. But, so, so. Remember you to- told me about the muta thing? Uh, even uh, Ibn Abbas, he was the only one who had the opinion that it's, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. If they saw Ibn Abbas... Because <laughs> he has like hundreds of things done, great things, oh, yeah. and you see one part that's of it. it, man. You cannot. That's it. That's it. Yeah, subhanallah. So when when it came to so the reason why this specific issue occurred, you had people call, calling me liberal. Al Halimi, who was like a major uh, Shafi scholar, I think in the four hundreds or something, um, and he uh, said that uh, if someone wants to have like intercourse with his slave, he has to ask her for permission. He cannot touch her without asking her for permission. Mm. Yeah, this is the rahmah, this is the, the mercy that uh, the ulama had. 
And I'm quoting this, and they're like, yeah, what's this nifaq, ya Farid? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. well, what was that, Danny, exactly? Describe more about yeah, it's, what it was, exactly what was the question? And So, so the idea is uh, they were arguing mm. that, yani, it's, uh, that you should just go and like, it's permissible for you to rape the slave. Okay? Mm. Guy has a slave, he rapes her. Okay? So now there are, there are Quranic verses that speak about um, uh, Ihsan, treating your slaves with Ihsan. Yeah. So I'd say, well, Ihsan uh, includes not raping your slave. It's completely opposite. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So raping slaves is the opposite of Ihsan. So yeah, it led to this uh, yani, uh, back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was slight. Yani, it's not a major thing. But like I remember um, being, being accused of being liberal for saying something like this. I'm like, Okay. okay. Unfortunately, and you know, I think I think what happened is um, during the past few years, uh, you've had this uh, reaction because you remember, as as you've mentioned, you've had some Muslims watering down Islam. Yeah. So you had you have this other side that's going full force, even if um, like like they, they they'll hold positions like extreme. Positions sometimes, sometimes, yeah, and absolutely invalid, but they will just go the opposite in order to like uh, not really suppress the other view, or, or but it, it is a reaction to the mm. other view. Mm. So you guys are being very soft. We're going extra hard. Mm. Yeah, and they'll go out of their way to say rape the slave. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll mm. be like, you know, they'll be like very, very uh, extreme in that sense. So. It's a, it's a reaction. Like most things when it comes to uh, uh, extreme views, it's usually pushed, it's usually fueled by a reaction. How did you manage to, you know, pull these apostat, uh, prophet, David Wood, Christian prince, and had debate also, I think? I haven't debated them. Okay. Um, usually my debates happen accidentally. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think every debate I've ever had was unintentional. Mm-hmm. I'm always at the wrong place at the wrong time because usually I wouldn't say, "I'll debate you." I'll debate like the, the none of the people I've debated yeah. with, I wanted to debate, but I'm there. They they're there. Okay. Someone's recording. Okay, خلاص. You know, we're doing this. Okay. But I've never mostly debunking their claims. Yeah, yeah. Because you see, when you, when you're debating someone, it's you're giving them weight. Mm. You know, if, especially if it's yeah, moderated yeah. time, yeah. But then um, I'm going to be online, and some random person that I've never heard before, I've never heard of before, or, um, I look down the pond. He's going to be in the same room as me, uh, usually like in in a clubhouse uh, mm. room or something. Mm. And mm. all of a sudden, the guy is like, "Hello, let's debate this." Okay. <laughs> so, so usually it's unintentional, mm. and it happens right then and there. So mm-hmm. th- those are the cases that I've had. Maintaining the constructive information and everything. Also the entertainment part of your... Well, well, the, the, I mean, the, the debates are going to be entertaining either way. So, yeah. uh, usually. Usually. So it's not me trying to be entertaining in that sense. Yeah. Also, Annie, how, how sometimes I feel like, Annie, how do you manage this? Annie? Balance... The mental health, the digital fatigue, and well, like, you know, yeah. there's it's interesting because there are some people that let burn out. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
how many people within like six months, one year, mm. and they disappear. Yeah, that's, that's you don't true. see them for a long time, man. Uh, I I uh, I used to do a lot more. I don't know if you noticed, like mm. my my mm. content, like mm. amount of yeah. contents decreased yeah. massively. Yeah. Um, is it because of burnout? It's because I feel like Alhamdulillah, the, not important. Yeah. Not required right now. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, it was a lot more important a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm not getting requests. Yeah. Um, so for example, there's one, uh, someone in the comments just a couple of days ago asked me, he said, can you respond to the argument that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he had a different name, you know, or mm. that his, his father is someone else. And I'm mm. like, I'm like, you know, I've never heard anyone like troubled by this before. Mm. As the first time I hear someone saying, can you, you know, so usually what happens is if multiple people ask me, mm. um, can you deal with this? If it's mm. multiple people. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to, you know, let me do this. If it's one person yeah, uh, and strange thing that doesn't have any weight, that doesn't have any evidence for, I usually don't care as much, mm. but yeah, if, if it's a strong argument, I have to, yeah. And I feel a strong need to. You know, when you when you get into this uh, online uh, nowadays, uh, getting in front of uh, people who are not famous also, you know, and you are giving them weight, like you said. Now I see a brother, mashallah, brothers are, uh, let's say, Muhammad Ijab and Ali Dawa and so on and on. These guys have like millions of followers now. Sometimes I feel like uh, the other community guys are just pulling these people you know, to attract their, you know, database. Yeah. And uh, indoctrinate yeah. their stuff. And they have to be very careful. Yes. To yeah. choose, you know, like, you know, I I love the way Dr. Zakir Raik says, Yani, you should have these, these, these number of followers, mm. Mm. this place, and his criteria is straightforward. Right. Otherwise, I'm not going to have debate right. with you. So. I agree. I agree. Going online and you're, your channel is promoting those people. That's correct. So I, I always try to focus on... And they on end up on self-entertainment stuff, self-esteem training, feeling course, and, <laughs> you know, they attract... You know, this is like a funnel in the mm. marketing. They will go to so many people. Like, uh, sometimes people think, like, why uh, uh, are you, are you like, not focusing on numbers? Yeah, I'm not focusing on numbers. I'm looking for mm. my stuff, yani, uh, my understanding, uh, my circle. I don't. I'm not worried about numbers. I'm doing it for more than three years now. You know, maybe uh, if anybody sees my channel, like who cares? And this guy is nothing here. So it's not about you know getting those numbers. But I see them as like getting those numbers, sell their books, sell their courses. So I feel like any they can indoctrinate their stuff also. Uh, Alhamdulillah. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, it happens a lot in the UK. Mm. Um. And uh, and uh, that's the thing because you have the duat, the famous duat. Um, they're having these random conversations with nobodies, mm. and that person becomes famous. Will become famous. It's happened. It's, mm. I've seen it happen. Mm. I've seen a nobody become a superstar, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, in in a day, in a single day. There, all of a sudden, this person is actually literally famous. Yeah, and and then they don't even need the first person. They don't need the first person that made them famous. Mm. Khalas, I'm already famous. 
And then they will talk to someone who's unknown. Yeah. And they will still have, you know, 100,000 views. Yes. I've seen it happen. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why, yeah, and sometimes I say, alhamdulillah, I'm not in the UK. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because it's, it's uh, yeah, and he, uh, I, it, it's, you, you can't tell if it's going to happen. Mm. But sometimes you think this person is technically responsible for allowing this person yeah. to become famous. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, inshallah, like no one, um, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not their niya. Mm. Their niya isn't to help attack, you know, people who attack. That's where I them. feel a little bit okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's not their niya. Yeah. And uh, Allah, Allah knows best and why sometimes people need to go here and there. We never know. So I, I would say that um, what should happen, mm. a solution, is if you are having a discussion, having a public debate, mm. you have to be yeah, 100% ready for anything. You have to be up to date with the literature. And then when this person comes, take no way this guy can ever... <laughs> and then yeah, go for it. You have nothing... Yeah, there's, there's no way they can... But if it's something that you're not too familiar with, Mm. You're you're crazy if you go debate someone mm. publicly yeah. about a topic that you're not ready. You're gonna allow them to grow from you. Mm. That's uh, that's the issue. So that's my recommendation. My recommendation, folks, know what you're talking about <laughs> before debating. Yeah. Any specific interactions from your followers? Like they said, like okay, it has it has really helped me come back, or yeah, and yeah. Save myself from leaving. Yeah, any, I, any, uh, I'd rather not I answer know, that question. But in a way, like you, people came to you just to tell, like it helped. Okay, so so people that say that, I think they're, I think it's it's themselves. Yeah, it's one, it's themselves. Right. First of all, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala keeps them steadfast upon what they're upon, mm. or brings them back to Islam. So that's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first of all, right? Yeah. It, it's them having the clarity in their mind, uh, weighing things out, mm. having the patience. Mm. It's them. Um, and then it's whoever has um, created that content in the sense, uh, created the refutation um, or wrote that book or whatnot. And then I come in and put it in video form. Okay? So... Yeah, and he, when any, and when anyone says anything like positive, no, Farid, you did this. I say, yeah, and he, you know, you know, okay. But I know that I'm just someone who put it in video form. Mm. So, but Alhamdulillah, I'm happy. I'm happy to put it in video form. I'm happy yeah. to contribute to that. But I, I don't take credit for things like that. Mm. You say thank you, man. Go for it. I, I usually ignore these things. <laughs> <laughs> I usually ignore like. Positive statements like that, because yeah, yeah, uh, you know, people people try to be nice. People be nice. People are nice. People are nice, and they see like they'll see someone or or they'll interact with someone that they Mm. know from the internet, and they'll say they'll exaggerate. They'll say things that I'm sure, you know, uh, persons people are not deserving of. You know, those compliments, but oh, this person from online, and they say things. How important it is. Uh, to see the connection because you have uh, really put out some co- content on Sira also last year or before some something's here and there did you observe anything new 
and we only hear about like famous sira books only but you went extra mile and no, learned a few more well, well the thing is alhamdulillah I'm, i'm in touch with the arabic works that are coming out mm. so in the past um, few years you have kitab sira by suleiman bin tarkhan he passes away in the year 143 so within uh, around 130 years from the death of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam So Sulaiman bin Tarkhan, mm. I think he was a student of Anas bin Malik, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he, so, so someone who's actually met a companion of Rasulullah we have his seerah. Mm. It was recently printed, very recent. Uh, Musa bin Uqba, this year it was printed, just a couple of months ago. Um, he passes away in the year 141. He's quoting from uh, Zuhri quite a bit. So very early seerah, perhaps the earliest or technically maybe the second earliest book of seerah. It was lost for about, I think, 400 years, 500 years it was lost. It was found in Tunisia. Um, and mm. it's it's a clean, يعني, nice Sira book. Um, it's enjoyable, man. It's enjoyable. Really? Alhamdulillah. Again, lost for like 400 years. We have it now. We have it available. It was printed uh, by a Moroccan uh, publishing house. It was printed in Lebanon. Uh, it was... Uh, Uh, the Kuwaiti uh, Awqaf, they printed uh, copies. They gave them out for free. Really? Alhamdulillah. Um, Seal Nectar is like going to be in... Khalas, <laughs> khalas. <laughs> Mostly, oh, it's an, another level. Like any 3D look pictures and amazing nowadays. The Seal Nectar. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you have to see Every it. time it's just thick. And it looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I hope there is more information coming out. Khalas. Sealed nectar is obsolete, yeah. Really? Huh? Anyone who's going to write a Sira book now, you have to rely on Ibn Ishaq, Musa bin Aqwa, Suleiman bin Tarkhan. You have mm. to. You have to. Yeah. You can't just uh, do uh, Ibn Ishaq mainly. Like, in the past, um, Ibn Ishaq is the main source. Yeah. And you're always relying on Ibn Ishaq. Mm. And now you have like three major early sources plus the books of hadith. So sirah is getting more enjoyable in that sense because you have and, and by the way like um uh, you'll find um that you're not going to find like massive differences. You're going to find massive differences. But you're going to find some little things here and there. Yeah. Some some minor details that uh connect interconnectedness. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's it's enjoyable, man. It's mm. enjoyable. I like you the and the the points you're putting on like you know the connectedness of the uh, hadith and sira maybe you can elaborate more and explain why uh, it is very important to you know really you know we cannot take it down like you know we need both hadith and uh, uh, sira otherwise there is how, how will you really relate and understand so an interesting question is um like what's the what's the real difference between hadith and sira mm. Sirah is hadith, but compiled in a way, in an order. Yeah. Right? Hadith is just everywhere. everywhere yeah. It's just everywhere. Sometimes without context. Yeah. 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 We never know like where exactly what happened, the whole story behind it. Yeah. So, but Sirah makes it more clear and it, it builds pro- the context. It provides you with an order of events. Yeah. So, yeah. so, that's what Sirah is to a large degree. Mm. Nice. I hope that will be beneficial. Uh, because uh, I I know 
you you took some interest in Sira. That's why it's enjoyable, man. Like I I I, I doubt if anybody has uh, really heard about what you said today. I mean, <laughs> the list of biographers. Well, Alhamdulillah, I'm I'm trying to get this out there. Mm. Today, have you shared it on Twitter also? Yeah, today, today actually. Really? Today, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, there's this one uh, kafir punk, huge account, two hundred thirty thousand followers. By the way, this is very interesting. The only reason he has two hundred thirty thousand followers is because um, he he tweets like twenty four seven. I think he's got like a hundred and forty thousand tweets. He lives on his phone. He's just like, you know, maybe it's automated. Yeah. No, no, no. He's you actually see the rubbish. So, like, you know, it's his own rubbish. It's not auto- yeah. if it's automated, it would be better quality. So he was saying today, he's saying all the all the biographical works about Muhammad are late. Okay, Sallallahu Alaihi And in reality, I was like, oh, look, these two books. I took pictures of both books. Alhamdulillah, I have copies mm-hmm. of both. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these are written within like 130 years from the death of Rasulullah. Mm. 130 years is uh, very near. Is, yeah, it's yeah. it's early. Yes. Yeah. Not like 400 years after Prophet Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest about about um, Ali mm. um, I have no issues with with the four books, the four Gospels being early. Mm-hmm. I have no issues with that. Mm-hmm. They're written within a century. I don't mind. It's not a problem. The problem is lack of eyewitnesses. Like in, in my opinion, that's the problem. I, the interesting discussion I had, I, w- I don't want to ask you, I know you know, about Jesus uh, Barabbas. I had it in the, the previous recording with Umar al-Muhammad. It's interesting that he has found some evidences and uh, Jesus Barabbas was there. And uh, it's like, uh, you know, body double of, uh, you know, Jesus, Prophet Jesus, how he was resembled you mm. know, uh, on uh, cross. Mm. It was interesting story. Yeah, there, Pontius Pilate was one of the kings during right. that time, and uh, he, out of those two, both both the both the guys had Jesus name, mm. and one was uh, son of the father Barabbas, and he's uh, you know, son of uh, Mary. So the confusion was there. Some something related to like you know Barabbas saying that himself as you know he's going to be the king of uh, jerusalem mm. and uh, jesus prophet jesus he says king of jews yeah mm. not the the king of those jerusalem yeah. mm. so of course if any king wa- wants to see like that uh, jesus pro- prophet jesus looks like a mad for him and the per- person who is barabbas mm. he seems to be he's going to take you know take over his jerusalem region So you will definitely hang him instead of mm. the mad guy. Okay. So Jesus was taken out from there itself. Okay. He was not even dragged towards cross. Okay. So it was Barabbas, <laughs> Jesus Barabbas. It's been like any he has found some interesting uh, uh, evidences from uh, you know, Bible also. I know you don't. Yeah, into it's, those it's, books. It's not my field. I actually heard about this. Like I was on a clubhouse uh, room, and, and I heard this theory being mentioned. Mm. Um, uh, so I've heard something like this before. Um, and then you have the substitution theory that uh, that is a detail. Yeah, I study about it. I'm yeah. like, wow. I'm just describing it in few, uh, yeah, yeah, few yeah. words. But yes, well, wallahu alam, wallahu alam. Yeah, I'm like, but interesting. Th- uh, yeah, concept. I I think the best thing to avoid too much of details. 
Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think the best, so, so from an Islamic position, I think it's best to say, Wallahu alam. You know, yeah. we, we just know that uh, that uh, Isa was not, uh, Islam was not killed on the cross. Yeah. You know, alhamdulillah, that's what we know. It and was just resembled. Uh, resembled. What does resemble mean? It could be, you know, it could be a substitution. It could be someone else. Yeah. Wallahu alam. Um, these are possibilities. Um, yeah, it's possible. How do you adopt preserving the tradition and plus adopting the modernity and maintaining the context and values when you are into these kind of work? I'm I'm clearly affected by modern my by modernity mm-hmm. um, in in many ways um, from my clothing and my speech and my food <laughs> and you look the, we look different yeah. and and the way. Uh, Yeah, I, I present myself to a degree online, mm. as, as well as the medium itself. Yeah. Um, if you mean modern values, I try not to be affected by modern values, but uh, you balance it. I try to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard because yeah, yeah, we're because we don't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. Most of us don't realize how we're being affected by mo- modern values. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That is a view that debates can, uh, you know create problems take away people from uh, deen also yeah and also you know create kind of aggressive environment and feel for people to mm. stay away from uh, mm. in the proper you know conversation so what's your what's your thought on that yeah i think there is an issue with um, people getting involved in debates without being like experts in the field um I think that anyone who is going to debate a subject needs to be very familiar with literature and needs to be very confident, not because of ignorance, because sometimes mm. like ignorance will make, will make you confident. Mm. I'm upon haq, you're upon batil. Mm. Easily I should win. Mm. But that's usually what what doesn't happen if, if someone is ignorant of the field. Mm. Mm. Um, so yeah, like I, I have no issues with debates as long as someone is an actual expert in the field. But mm. the problem can is, come out productively, okay. of course. But as as long as, uh, but yeah, again, you find people who haven't done the homework, and they're jumping into debates. That's the problem. Mm. Any anything from the you know past and history? The ulama in the past. Yeah. Yeah, you, you find you we find have discussed of, by the way. You find yeah, you find examples of debates with ulama in the past without sending out letters. And, Um, well, yeah, you have, of course, back and forth um, letters. through letters. Face to face, also, I think. Face to face, of course, of course. Um, so, what's the difference between now and back then? I guess maybe they were ulama. Mm. You know, it's mm. not. Uh, of course, you had, of course, laymen. You had laymen uh, debating. Really, but mm. yeah, naturally, any we're not going to change overnight, uh, or we're not even going to. Yeah, it's, it's natural, but. Now, when laymen debate, you have cameras on them. Mm. And everybody's watching. Everyone's watching. And uh, people are thinking, this guy is big, man. He's got uh, you know 500,000 followers. Mm. And then this guy gets crushed. That's yeah. why he's miskeen. He's jahil. But he has 500,000. <laughs> not because of his ilm. Maybe not because of his ilm. Maybe because Just of... Just because of all the followers. His style, his, his attitude. Articulation. Yeah. Just so nice. smart people who talk really well. Yeah, or or not, or not, or dumb people who just talk very vilely. Yeah, 
like even, by the way, even the kuffar. If you look at the kuffar now, the the biggest names uh, in in kuffar, the biggest <laughs> the biggest Islamophobes. I, mm. I don't mind using the term Islamophobe. I differentiate between the critic of Islam and Islamophobe. Mm. Yeah, mm. the biggest, worst, most vile Islamophobes are the ones that are most popular. Mm-hmm. It's not the uh, respectful, studious, uh, intellectual critic mm. of Islam that's popular. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. The disgusting guy that's you know putting pictures of you know ca- cartoons of Rasulullah in the thumbnail, yeah. those are the people who are the most popular ones. Mm. So, well, well, Alhamdulillah, the good thing is they get crushed easily because they're not they're not the, they're not the best people, they're mm-hmm. not the smartest people. Mm. They're they're usually the most ignorant people. Yeah, yeah, but they got they got a big following because they're so vile. Mm. But those who are watching, yeah, if they don't have brains, yeah, yeah, that's they, they, they like that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, they like that stuff. Any recent online uh, discussions you have done? Uh, yesterday, I put out a video. Really? Yeah, you know, you're up to date, yeah, Habibi. No, I, it's been a month. I'm not up to date of anything much. <laughs> so. so yesterday, I put out a video about um, that. There's an argument uh, where. Uh, they're saying that Muhammad Sallallahu did not have miracles. Mm. Okay. Um, so now we're on the sixth video because they made a video, I made a response, I made a video, oh, I made a response, I made a video. video. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're number six right now. Wow. And I don't know if they're going to do a number seven, mm-hmm. but we're, um, we're number six. David Wood, apostate prophet, they're claiming that Muhammad Sallallahu does not have miracles. At the end of the... So um, all the hadiths, there are a yani, hundred hadiths, something. Uh, maybe more about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam you know performing miracles of course they reject all these they're all fabrications Mafi Mishkila um, anything in the Quran about a miracle they will explain to mean something else no, no, it's not clear uh, you know so they're trying to dismiss every single miracle of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam at the end of the video but why uh, not Muslims yeah so, so at the end of the video I asked them what's your criteria for a miracle or, or what's your what's your criteria for an authentic historical report mm-hmm. and you know, because I because it's very clear for students of history to see that anything attributed to Muhammad <laughs> is clearer more authentic than what has been attributed to Jesus yeah. if you believe that Jesus is or, or if you believe that Jesus performed miracles you have to your objective you have to believe that Muhammad performed miracles mm-hmm. you have to if you're consistent so I asked this question to David Wood and uh, to Samuel Green and uh, it's, it's a question open to anyone to any Christian and uh, they don't know man they don't know why they believe they don't know why they believe in the miracles of Jesus mm-hmm. I asked what's your criteria nice and, yeah. And, eh, yeah. and, and he says well the earlier the better that's his main criteria. But just because something is early doesn't mean that it's correct. You can have, and you can say things about your grandfather mm-hmm. that's inaccurate because you've heard from uh, uh, an unreliable person, yeah. for example. And this is just how it is. Um, and, and historians are very uh, critical of this. So historians, they say, you have to take information from eyewitnesses. Yeah, simple things, very simple. But he he's, he doesn't know this, man. Mm-hmm. This is top, this is top kafir, number one kafir. Followers, 
fall in terms of followers. He doesn't know that you have to take from eyewitnesses. He's saying the earlier the better. That's that's or this is not enough. There's not a condition. Yeah. Or the better is not a condition. Uh, again, I, so I said, if you have a third century report and a fifth century report, third centuries earlier than fifth century, mm-hmm. doesn't mean the third century is uh, authentic. Yeah. Yani, subhanallah. Allah has stand. Which was like like most ridiculous uh, stereotype about Islam you have encountered so far? One of the most uh, I don't know if this was before the previous podcast or after. Uh, did did, did you hear whom? about with whom? With you, I mean. Yeah, yeah, but uh, the one. Uh, ha- have you heard about Muhammad um, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam having epilepsy? No. Okay, so that. That was perhaps the most ridiculous theory. Really? Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was very, it was very enjoyable. Like the the discussion was enjoyable oh. because it was crazy. Okay. And like I've never seen this case being made like this. So it was it was an enjoyable uh, uh, discovery. And you know, it was, it, it was related to black magic. La. Well, well, uh, not really. But the the, the argument was mm. Muhammad had seizures. Okay. Okay. Of course, there's no evidence. Yeah. There's not a single hadith in which he's had a seizure. But there's so the, there's a hadith where like the prophet is like standing, you know, uh, um, and then they're like, ah, you see, huh? There's there's absent seizure or something like that. I'm I, I'm not really sure about the terminology. But I think Why? it's like absent seizure. So he's just like a seizure without like you know going into uh, so anything, 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 anything they can they find, can. anything they can find, they'll say, ah, look, this is a sign of a seizure. You know, a sign of epilepsy. So the thing is, um, the signs of epilepsy are very, very diverse. Okay. So and and and, there are some major signs. So a seizure is a very clear sign someone has epilepsy. Mm. Um, There are some very, very minor minor signs, like um, like in some some case uh, report or case study. The person that has epilepsy has uh, strong sexual urges. Okay, mm. yeah. In another case, he has low sexual urges. Mm. Okay, so if you have high or if you have low, you have epilepsy. You know, like it's stupid, bro. It's stupid. Ah, uh, look, Muhammad had a fever. Ah, uh, in some case study, in the case report, fever is a sign of epilepsy. It's stupid, bro. It's stupid. What, yeah? <laughs> but yeah, it's such a ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, some some things. So so there one one really interesting thing um, that uh, you, you see what's really enjoyable is because like I don't think much has been done from the Muslim side on this because it's such a mm. such a ridiculous thing. Um, so today, if you have epilepsy, um, like you can't drive, you know, or you can't get a license. Yeah, in some countries, you can't get a license. Um, And they're arguing that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has seizures all the time. Like imagine, like imagine you have a seizure and you're driving. Mm, mm. You know, uh, you'll die. Of course, right. Mm. So what what uh, what's interesting is, Shufshun Subhanallah, you find that the Sunnah preserves uh, arguments in defense of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam without like with with like no intention. You have multiple reports of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He's driving the camel. And there's a person in the back. Mm. He's never in the back. Mm. It's always he's he's the one uh, steering the camel. Okay. okay. 
So if he's someone that has seizures, he'll be in the back. He's not going to be in the front. You know, it's, right. Yeah, right. it's it's uh, yeah. You, subhanallah, how how the seerah and, and the hadith preserved responses. Yeah. Yeah, it's scratchy. You have Osama bin Zayd in the back. Mm. You have Al-Fadl yeah. bin Abbas in yeah. the back. You know, it's Ajib. Yeah. SubhanAllah. Yeah. Ajib, Ajib, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the future of online content, man? And if this these things keep happening, yeah. I think our guys need to be always awake. Yani, always, always see, watch, check it out and hope uh, there will be much more content and anything happens, there is always clear context and clarity for all these problems yeah alhamdulillah i believe that um there will always be people yes. that are watching and like if i wasn't here well, somebody lot. else would do it of course yeah and that's like again i'm not doing too much yeah. and and um and, like if all the refutation channels mm-hmm. were shut down tomorrow mm-hmm. you'd have 10 more starting the next day if, uh, i i'm not i'm not worried in that sense but it's a race between the du'at to see who gets the most ajr. Yeah. So we're benefiting. I'm, I'm benefiting from this. Another thing is, Annie, the, uh, the language thing is missing out. Like a lot, a lot of uh, content can be on other languages also. Yeah. Mm. There is so much requirement on other languages. I and mean, mostly you will see English, maybe Arabic. Right. Like top few. Right. There are so many languages worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. And still there is no content by them. Well, well, keep in mind that even the attacks on Islam are focused in on Arabic and English and French. And then you have like some French refutation channels, mm. you know. So it's mainly because like like whatever you find out there is a counter, is a, is a reaction mm-hmm. to whatever else is. Yeah. You get you get how, how it is. Yeah. You know, but. Still, you know, because now the popularity in other languages is also improving. Movies are being made in different languages. Right. You know, it's maybe it's it's you know uh, shoot in uh, Korean language, but they have really you know dubbed it in a different language and yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds like exactly they are speaking. Okay. And the lip sync also. Right. Oh, any but I think technology will help tomorrow. I, yeah. Yeah, well, even without Shakhari. technology. Well, even without technology. Oh, there's a yeah, video. Hey, you saw you saw me speaking Russian? You made it? Yeah. No, not, not me. Someone Somebody has someone has me speaking Russian, Akhi. Really? Yeah. He has dubbed it. Yeah. It's very nice. strange. Nice, right? Alhamdulillah. So nice, subhanallah, you don't May Allah need... reward them, Yahi. May Allah reward them. It's not me. I, d- I didn't talk to anyone. It's like I just go online one day and I see a Russian video mm. of me. Alhamdulillah. Really, Alhamdulillah. huh? I need to see, man. That's interesting, yeah. So how about your travel adventures, Jania? Recently, I saw you traveling, giving it was lectures. Nice, man. I'm doing that. How was the experience? It was a lovely experience. It was, uh, yeah, may Allah reward uh, Sheikh Karim and Sheikh Uthman mm-hmm. and uh, the organizers from uh, AIM and uh, OMF yeah, for uh, hosting me and for giving me the opportunity mm-hmm. to share the little knowledge that I have. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful. Any highlights that. from there? The whole trip was a highlight. Every every day was was a new adventure. Mm. There was like uh, was, there was a new adventure every day, man. Mm-hmm. So you were, khalas now you are traveling sheikh now. Alhamdulillah, it was, it was really. You good. know, there was a time where people really got really annoyed. You know, uh, whenever I'm uh, inviting some of the you know shiuch. 
to Bahrain or mm. any brothers to Bahrain. Like, why are you calling them? Spending so much? Mm. No, I was very conservative, very, very mm. taking care of those things. If you don't agree to my terms, sorry, yani. So it was beneficial, yani. You know, traveling, you traveling to them, and they traveling to us. You know, the cross culture, the cross, yani, crossing the ideas. It's really important sometimes, you know. I, I. Uh... They always think like Bahraini people are only speaking Arabic, maybe, yani. You know. <laughs> Maybe yes. everyone knows Arabic. No, we speak here English, I'll, different I'll, language. I'll share a quick uh, story with you about that. So uh, I don't know if I shared this with you, but like um, I sent my mom a picture of the snow in Edmonton. This is in February. It was the first time in my life I've seen snow. It was mm. February this year. So I sent her a picture and I say to her, guess where I am? Mm-hmm. And naturally I didn't tell her that I was going to Canada. Mm. She looks at the picture and she's like, Um, it's snowing in Bali. <laughs> so I say no. Uh, where you know it's not in Bali. She never thought like any you will be going no, out no, of Bali no, no. So she says Dubai, mm-hmm. and I'm like no. And she's like where are you? And I'm like guess, and she says Ukraine. <laughs> you know. So the, why is she thinking Ukraine? Why? Because worst possible place my son is going to go. Is, yes. is you know just to check yeah, yeah. did you go to ukraine or yeah yeah the worst possible place to go <laughs> yeah. is a war zone yeah. you know that's what you know how mothers think yeah, yeah? so i'm like lie you know it's not ukraine and then she's like i'm where i tell mm-hmm. her i'm in canada and she says what are you doing in canada i said well i'm, I'm giving uh some lectures in canada mm-hmm. and then she says what they couldn't find anyone else <laughs> <laughs> Mothers, man. <laughs> it's mothers, bro. <laughs> It's funny. Alhamdulillah. Good. She's not really familiar with my uh, online activity, so. Your father also, I think. Uh, he he knows more than she does. You know, as uh, recently, uh, uh, I I think I told you right now. I met Fahad and uh, Azhar from our circle, talking about marriage, having okay. kids, and I said. Uh, It's not important. I'm like, what? Not important, man. Not having kids is not important. And I uh, know uh, having kids is not important. Getting married is not important. What are you saying, Ian? Mm. Like, you know, Sheikh Farid said, not having uh, children is it's fine. And do you know his story with his father? And I was sharing the story. You know, what happened to Sheikh Farid? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing happened. This is his. His thing, his. Opinion. I have two cats, more than enough. Yeah, you know. But uh, can you can you share that? Describe that moment with your father. How was it? Yeah, he was like, you, uh, you're active like on Twitter, so it was something like that. I was like, yeah. And uh, he was like, how many people are following you on Twitter? It was it was a uh, I don't know how much it was at the time, it was like twenty thousand or something. And he was mm. like, okay. Because just very, it was very strange for him, and mm. because like I, I, someone told him, you know, your son has a Twitter account. Mm. That's, that's more or less it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try not to, you know, tell him. Eh. I, every time I tell, he's like, he, he, like my son loves books, and I love money. <laughs> that's his statement. <laughs> yeah, <Yet>. close. <laughs> 
I stopped there then. Right, right. And I'm praising about the work you have done. Money. <laughs> right, right, right. Any, uh, if you get a chance to work with somebody, you know, collaborate, who would be that one, you know, uh, to give, you know, build more content and do so many things so what you're on ask- your side? What you're asking me right now is, who do you feel, Yafarid, uh, who do you feel Yafarid should be cancelled? That's what you're asking me. Because any person that I mention, what people do is online is they look for any bad thing they did mm. in the past. And they say, ah, oh, look, Yafarid, you're praising this guy. This guy, he said this, he did this, he said this. He has a video like from five years ago. He, he said this in that video. That's how people are online. Mm. So I'm, if, you, if you ask me who should you... I'm not just going to stay quiet. I'm just going to stay quiet, bro. Yeah. You want any I'll, I'll work with people. Any I'll I'll happily work with people, but yes. you know, any, again, any any person I mention, it's not something they'll benefit from. Mm. By the way, this is not just me. Anyone, mm. anyone that I was seeing, if they praise anyone, you get like people randomly attacking that other person. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, man, any sometimes to uh, say something good also yeah yeah it's 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 two things yeah it's 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 i i appreciate how cautious people are i appreciate that but at the same time for some people it's a disease yeah mm-hmm. for some people it's a disease mm-hmm. because they will attack every for every person man mm-hmm. they want they feel they you know ah this person has this 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 fault that fault this fault you know it's hard man it's their own problem. Yeah. You give nasiha to those people then. To the people that try to catch issues with every mm-hmm. single person? Mm-hmm. I think that for a lot of them it's a phase. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I I'll I'll put a I'll put a tweet out inshallah about that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll do inshallah today. Yeah. But yeah. But uh to sit down with some of them and say because here's here's the thing, yeah, Kazi. The the thing is with people is everyone feels that their aliyah, um, their issue, their important, the biggest issue. Mm. So if someone focuses on Qadianis, they feel that the biggest problem in the Ummah is Qadianis. If someone focuses on feminism, they feel like the biggest problem in the Ummah is feminism. Mm. So these people, they feel that yani, it could be any, any, any da'iyah. Like, akhi, mention, mention, uh, give me a few examples of du'at, like now that are popular. I don't see any, anybody popular or somebody. Yani, like, Being careful as well? Yeah. So, yani, in, in terms of like, yani, they're well known, they're not uh, ulama. Yani, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are like brothers. They love them so, online. So Mufti Mank and uh, so, so okay, Mufti Mank. If if anyone, so people like who are focusing <clears throat> on Mufti Mank, they feel that Mufti Mank is the biggest problem really? in the Ummah. Uh, anyone okay, who, okay, this, okay. Any, anyone who focuses on someone, yeah, usually mm. feels that this specific person is the biggest problem in the Ummah mm. or the biggest mm. problem in the world. Mm. That's mm. just that's just the nature of man. They like to feel that their specific topic, their specific case, their specific issue is the biggest issue in the world. That's just that's just how it is. Yeah. And even when someone is like writing about a topic, even if it's a, a topic that doesn't have too much weight, you try to lift. It. This is the main. You know, mm. it's just nature. It's just nature of humans, Zachi. Yeah. Just to 
tracks. I don't know. Maybe get more attention. I, 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 for some, yes. But also, people are sincere with this. Yeah. They're sincere with this. They, they, they really believe that my issue right now, because they're focusing on it. Mm. They're focusing on it instead of focusing on everything else. So they yeah. feel it's the biggest issue in Dhamma. Whatever it is, it could be recycling, Yachi. <laughs> you know? If we do not contain this problem with, with trash, the whole world is going to explode. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so. This is the end of the world. Yeah. That's it. You, you had a few plans, right? You want to do this, this, this by this time. Sometimes we don't even get to know that you're, you're writing something, you're launching something, That's you're saying something. So, so actually, and suddenly you get oh, Chef Holiday is doing something. Okay. If you, if yeah, I mean, I'm I'm someone who uh, puts whatever I'm looking at online. Mm. If I'm looking at something today, you'll find hints of that on Twitter. Okay. So a few months ago, if you, you'll notice that I'm talking about a specific field, that means I'm looking into that specific field. Focus I'm doing something that. related to that specific field. Mm. Uh, it's very easy for. Anybody to understand, yeah. To know what, what I'm focusing on. Mm-hmm. So anything recently uh, you're focusing on? Inshallah, inshallah, in a few months, I'm planning to do something on uh, Orientalist critiques against Alim al-Hadith. Mm-hmm. Any any notable work on that? Uh, from their side? Uh, several, yeah. Several, yeah. Um, it's very, very interesting because they, they look at Hadith in a way that's... Uh, uh, I wouldn't say shallow, but I would say um, unique. They have a very unique perspective about hadith, um, and uh, it's it's enjoyable to understand how they think mm-hmm. and to see the crazy claims they've made because of their understanding of hadith and understanding of the methodology. So, like any specific. One you can describe. Yeah, yeah. For example, Jon Bol uh, is a Dutch uh, Orientalist uh, critic of Islam. Um, he had some very fascinating uh, opinions about Muhaddithin. Um, he said that Nafa', uh, Nafa' the teacher of Malik, he never existed. Um, he said that he had this strange critique about Anas, Anas bin Malik. He said that Anas bin Malik was either not the servant of the Prophet, peace be upon him, or he never met the Prophet, or even if he was a servant and he was a minor servant, he wasn't someone who was like very close to the problem. Like these wow. these strange, very strange theories um, about... Uh, basically, he will doubt the existence of a lot of important people. Mm. Um, yeah. That's dangerous, man. Yeah, and the, uh, dangerous for those that believe in it. I don't think too many people believe this, but it's very unique. And yeah, yeah. he was he was very well read. He read a lot of Islamic works, um, and he wrote a lot. But he was just so unfair that he had these crazy theories. And by the way, what's really interesting is uh, other Western academics they responded to him first before the Muslims, because wow, yeah, yeah, because he's <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, because the things he's saying is crazy. Yeah, you know, so he's giving them a bad name, bad image. Mm. Um. But yeah, yeah and you, when, when of course you approach it with someone from a hadith, hadith-centric background, not hadith-centric, but like a hadith-like background, you see it even differently. And uh, and I, what I, I remember when I was a kid, um, you ever watch uh, Amr Khalid? 
you know Amr Khalid uh, Egyptian yeah. yeah yeah I remember yeah, yeah? yeah. Amr Khalid he says do you know that they say the, the orientalists they reject the existence of Amr al-Khattab they say that Umar al-Khattab didn't exist because they cannot they cannot believe that a man this great exists and subhanallah we know the reality we know he existed we know he was a great man and they oh iman boost you know when, when you when you hear them saying crazy things you get an iman boost yeah yeah and uh, yeah so they, they do say a lot of crazy things have you come across uh, people saying like prophet muhammad did not exist yeah really yeah today i was i mean you know. i don't know what yeah. <laughs> crazy thing, yeah it's man. crazy can happen like prophet muhammad was not there yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. our iman is on his existence as without seeing him as different level you know yeah yani subhanallah man it, it's uh, they they raise the bar of skepticism so high basically you, in order to believe this you have to believe in mass conspiracies to fabricate a whole history mm. they believe this you know they believe this it's it's childish these people are not historians yeah um uh, very immature in how they treat the sources uh any aql anyone with a normal mind brain would uh, accept that yeah. muhammad sallallahu existed that he claimed to be a prophet that he brought the quran you know even if they reject that he's a prophet literally that he really is from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but they have to accept these things you know, you're crazy if you don't accept these things you know i remember i reading sushasam's stories maybe i was very young and first few pages itself made me like like cry maybe like this was a person yeah yes and imagine these people they are reading books libraries on that and still not mm. believing it's such a bad situation for them i feel pity for these people man like yani why not they are you know getting that it's it's hidayah from allah at the end but subhanallah even after reading so much on him what what do you think what do you think is the reason i don't think can i don't understand why because they they come with that intention that they want to criticize they want to put put us down yani just because we are talking good and peace and justice we represent those values which is you know you know making them feel bad or pulling them away from I, I what think, they have the desires in their life i think they see us as a threat so yeah. uh, that's that's the main thing and and due to that they want to threat in to their uh, you know financial yeah, threat no, to sure. their life sure because they don't believe in afterlife they don't believe in so many things for some yeah for some yeah so it's i don't know it's very difficult for them to digest a lot of people know about prophet muhammad more than maybe muslims mm. and still they like oh, we know him imagine the people know uh, during his time when prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam was there between them Yeah and they used to uh, you know say that okay this is a person they dis- used to describe before mm. even prophet muhammad came mm. one of the jews i don't remember yeah, yeah, yeah and when people came to him and ask is this a person they like no he's not a person they they don't want to accept this even if they knew that he was the one they like no in our circle <laughs> we don't accept him so 
we don't accept him it's strange like look at him when they have seen when the prophet was between them yeah and we right now it's different case we just have his work and still like so we can't expect that level yani yeah subhanallah alhamdulillah jazakallah khair man yani i don't want to take much of your time but but i have tried my best to keep it very short which you like to have it and i know your most of the work is very quick i think not too long yeah i usually keep, keep things short so barakallah i hope thanks for uh, having me is anything is there anything uh, you want to share any message to people or audience or your audience subscribe to the righteous rich hey, interesting interesting guests every single episode right here on this channel yeah i hope it reaches some because uh, i have come across people who are like in our community but they have their different thoughts and i want them also to watch your content now I have to pull more people like you but we don't have much people in Bahrain unfortunately. Oh they're there yeah. Any any suggestions they're, they're I can there. pull them and try to get Sheikh Nizam bro. <laughs> yeah. You've met Sheikh Nizam? I don't know about him. He's a lovely lovely person. Mm. Yeah, lovely Sheikh mashallah. Really. Very about, uh hmm? he's uh, into what work what kind of work? Uh well yani uh, from one side he's in uh, yani the Islamic finance sector. Mm-hmm. It's like banking sector, but he has spent a very large portion of his life um, in in the field of any preserving and, and spreading Islamic uh, works, Islamic history, um, printing copies of Sahih al Bukhari itself. Um, and just yesterday, mm-hmm. just yesterday, we had the majlis where he was speaking about um, the efforts of the Ummah in the preserving and and. Um, Uh, being uh, of service to Sahih al-Bukhari and uh, he's uh, yeah, mashallah, very um, uh, down to earth mm. in, in, in his speech and his tone mm. so yeah, yeah and if uh, if you have the opportunity to pull him in yeah it would be, it would be great mm. anything for online uh, dies any message to them stop firing What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Not that fighting. Zakallah khair. Thank you so much, guys. This is the content, yani amazing content, mashallah. We have tried to be very, very to the point, and you know Sheikh Farid, yani. Inshallah, to know more about him, you can check in the description. You can follow the links, or you can just write Farid response anywhere, Google, Facebook, anywhere you can find him. See you in the next episode. Assalamu alaikum.